The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're listening to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock. Jer Gilroy from Off the Ball is with me. Jer, Shane Hannan was on the show yesterday, and he suggested that if he was on Celebrity Ireland's Fittest Family, his colleagues from work that he would pick would be Ashling and Tommy. And then he said. I guess I'd have to pick Jer because there needs to be kind of a useless parent as well. <laughs> if you'd want to respond to that, I think I'd like to offer you the platform. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I know. Um, wow. Stunned. I know, I know. I, th- I thought it was a it was an awful thing to say on air and I didn't encourage him. I didn't go him at all. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I must listen back to that. Um, well, uh, you could be the non-useless uh, aging parent, couldn't you? No, you could play I, no, same role no, as a former no, athlete. No. We would we would be equally useless, Jer. We could be. We, they could have two parents on the show. They could have two parents. Anyway, anyway, that is what that is what Shane had to say to you. I felt I should out him. Um, listen, uh, what are we now? Three and a half hours until uh, the game starts uh, yeah. in earnest. The Six Nations, like the title decider, is it? It definitely feels that way. There is a possibility that England can put a run together or Scotland can put a run together. Mm. And the year after World Cups, there tends to be uh, more injuries than even usual. Players are kind of at the absolute peak so recently in the World Cup. And then there's the letdown of that and then they've got to build back up. So don't be terribly surprised if there's three or four uh, injuries in the first 10, 15 minutes tonight and in the games across the rest of the weekend. So... On balance, you would say these are the two best teams with the best players, uh, with the best coaching tickets, who are further down the line than everybody else. But the glory of this tournament is that sometimes uh, Scotland beat England on the opening day. And yeah. Whoa, we did not see that coming. So um, this time around, I do expect England to be better. I do think Scotland, uh, after the letdown of the World Cup, will put in a performance almost as if it's like, you know, too little, too late. Um, so it should be more competitive than it has been in recent seasons. And it should start tonight with a good game. Mm. What will you be looking out for from an Irish point of view? Well, I mean, all the obvious things. Uh, is the line out better than it has been? Mm. Um, is Crowley good enough uh, at this stage of his career to shoulder the burden? I think he is going to be good enough at some point over the next period of time. But he's inexperienced at this level. And that's kind of one of the one of the things that happens when you've got somebody like Sexton is you, you never drop him. You, yeah. you try and win all the games all the time and uh, and now Crowley has not been exposed enough at this level. So he's got to get smashed. Who do, you bl- who do you blame for the lineup being poor? Consistently poor? Uh, I don't know enough about it. Paul O'Connell is his responsibility. Yeah. So I'm sure it has, it's kept him up at night. Yeah. But recently the lineup has not been great for the Irish provinces either. Uh, I think maybe Connacht would um, dispute that they've got one of the best defensive lineouts in Europe. So, look, I, you know, is it the yips from the lifter? Is it the yips from the hooker? Is it bad communication? You know, it's probably all of these things. That it might well be that they were a little bit off. I don't know. We're going to be talking to Alan Quinlan is over there uh, in about 30 minutes time. Mike Prendergast as well uh, of the Munster coaching ticket uh, will be giving us his views ahead of the game. Uh, The match is on at 8 o'clock Irish time. So plenty of coverage as well on off the ball. Uh, We touched base with Ashling a little bit earlier who's over in Marseille. Um, Are we any close to getting a 
manager the Irish Association football team uh, well the, the mood music on this keeps changing yeah it goes from yay we've got our guy it's imminent to oh no we're not getting him at all to well we might we're not it's not over um, it does seem a little bit like a, a teen romance um, and you know everybody always goes their separate ways in the teen romances right so I don't know what's going to happen I, like is the smart money still on Lee Carsley I think but the odds have lengthened probably in the last week or so. Is that fair? I think it's fair to say it seems like the FAI have put the vast majority of their eggs in the Lee Carsley basket and they're trying their best to get it over the line. I don't know if you saw Ruth Coppinger's interjection in the week where she was talking about Neil Lennon being unsuitable because of an incident that he apologised for where he had made physical threats to uh a girlfriend of his who was threatening to expose the fact that they were having an affair. Um, and I wonder if that uh, sent the FAI back again, because it was on the front page of, of one of the tabloids yeah. this week. And I wonder if that sent the FAI back again to go, um, you know, maybe we only have one choice here, lads. Uh, or or then it's like, you have to restart the whole process, change all the things that you've told people about getting a head coach who's going to inject a sense of continuity into our system and just decide that you're going for the sugar high of Roy Keane. Yeah. The options are not... You know, well, what's the, the argument against Lee Carsley doing it that he would be weighing up? You know, the pitch in favour is right, it's your national team, it's international football, whatever. So what, what might put him off it? Beyond the fact that we're not that good at the moment. I think England... If it, the job he has in the FA in England is working with the best footballers in the world and the last time that they had a managerial vacancy, they went to the person in his job. So they have a track record of appointing from within and they could easily say over the next six months, put out stories about how great a leader he is and that he is the, the preeminent person for the role. Because the other candidates are like in club jobs and... Uh, and at some point that club job will fail because it always does. Right? Yeah, you know, and the way it ends, yeah. Basically, there's two or three managerial careers in the history of football that haven't ended in failure. Um, so I'd say he probably has been told he's in with a chance. And if that chance is to manage this England team for the next four years through a World Cup cycle, you could win the World Cup. Yeah. Like, you've as good a chance as anybody. Yeah. You know, like a an ancient, on one leg... Leo Messi just won the World Cup for Argentina at the very end. When we thought his chance was gone four years ago or maybe eight years ago, he won it at the very end. So there's no reason to suspect that Jude Bellingham isn't going to win a World Cup at some point. I'd be tempted by that job. Because yeah. if you win the World Cup as the England manager, well then, life is pretty good after that. Life is pretty good after that. Anyway, there's been no real development uh, over the last couple of days. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see if over the bank holiday weekend here or into next week there's any news on that front uh, what is back this weekend National Hurling League with a bang right? yeah everyone's very excited everybody knows Kenny taking on Wexford UPMC Nolan Park the opening round of fixtures um, uh, Limerick playing Antrim the Dubs playing Galway I think the first one is actually Longford versus uh, Dubs are playing Tip no oh are they I think the Dubs are playing Tip okay, yeah okay there you go uh, I, I'm, I'm being facetious to prove my point here. Um, I think the first the first game in the league is Longford versus one of the English teams, one of the English counties. Um, for some reason, nobody cares about this, even though we only get to see Limerick play seven or eight matches that are meaningful in the year. And they've managed to completely dilute the league to the point where if Limerick win this game, they're guaranteed not to be relegated. 
and they have to beat Antrim in the first game of the season. So there's not much at stake, but this is going to be eight or ten of the team that eventually wins the All Ireland for mm. Limerick and does the five in a row if they if they go on that run. So I don't know how to fix the problem of nobody caring about the league. And yet 20,000 people showed up to Cork, Limerick and Porky Creeve last year in the league. Yeah. Um, which is all a bit mad. Anyway, the pick of the fixtures, Kilkenny and Wexford, like I say, in UPMC Nolan Park. Don't even know if it's Saturday or Sunday. I'll have to check that out. QED, Jeremy might say. Uh, Jeremy Gilroy, off the ball. Thank you very much. We- the Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.